0: Welcome to the How to Health podcast. I'm Dr. Lori Marvis, and today I'm so honored to meet and interview Mr. Keith Connolly. How are you?
1: I'm great. Nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you, too. And thank you so much. I'm so thrilled, actually, to share your story because I think you're going to debunk a lot of myths about what's the potential and with someone who finds a a plant-based diet after having a heart attack. So let's just dive right in and tell us, you know, a few years ago you were... Keith Connolly, you know, surgical technic- technologist, and now what happened to the day you had a heart attack? What was going on?
1: Um, so the day I had my heart attack, it was my day off at the hospital in Laramie, Wyoming. Um, I kind of didn't feel so hot that day. I felt a little out of sorts, and I just made a juice that day and had my juice, took a walk, I actually went to the hospital where my um, my... Girlfriend, now wife, uh, was working that day and dropped her juice off as well, kind of talked to her. I think I walked throughout the town about six miles, got home, was on the computer, um, started feeling really tightness in my chest, felt like I just sprinted up a mountain. Um, It just didn't feel right. Then, fortunately, my my wife showed up when her class got canceled, um, her, her college course. She ended up showing up and she helped me get to the hospital. Um, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have made it. Um, okay. So I, I definitely thankful that for some odd reason, her class was canceled that day and she made it home at two 30 and we were at the emergency room as I was passing out and got to the hospital. They ran a couple of EKGs. They didn't believe it. You know, they're seeing a 190 pound six foot one guy, that they see in the hospital all day long. Um, mm-hmm.
0: and how old were you?
1: I was 36. Um, it was two weeks before my 37th birthday. It was November 2nd. Wow. So my birthday is November 16th. Um, so they instantly gave me a clot buster and they were talking about flying me out to Loveland, Colorado, um, to get me, uh, further medical attention and put a stent in. So they flew me out there and did all that. Um, I was just a normal person. I I used to, in Wyoming, we mountain biked all the time. We went hiking. Week before, I hiked up to 13,200 feet up in the Snowy Range, which is just just west of um, Laramie, Wyoming. Felt fine. I mean, I I definitely didn't feel like my normal self, but I just thought it was just age. I thought I was just getting older, and that's what happens. You put a little belly weight on, and you kind of go about your life. But uh, unfortunately, the heart attack came. And um, it actually was a blessing because the months after the heart attack, I kind of learned how to think for myself and find out information on the internet and how to heal myself. Um, The doctor, my cardiologist went through the protocols that he knew gave me all the medications. Normally um, had issues with that, had uh, some spells at work where I was falling over because my blood pressure was too low. had to go to the ER. Finally got that squared away where I got um, the blood pressure medication and the cholesterol pills taken out of my uh, regiment. Um Then I just started going to cardiac rehab and I'm, you know, 20 years younger than everybody else in the cardiac rehab uh, place. And my wife and I were just kind of figuring out what's going on. Like, why did this happen? Um, the doctor diagnosed me with bad luck. The cardiologists at Loveland, Colorado diagnosed me with bad luck. Um, there's no... Hereditary issues. There's no nothing. It's just something that happened. So it was bad luck.
0: And so they gave you a stent, correct? Yes. Which it, artery? Which artery? Do you? Remember?
1: Um, it's the the diagonal. It's called the widowmaker. Okay. I had ninety four percent blockage in the widowmaker. Wow. Most people don't survive from. Wow. Um, it was an eye opener. It's pretty crazy. Um, but they they put the, um, the stent through my wrist. Instead of going through the thigh, which was nice because it definitely.
0: And now was tell us because people are going to go, oh, it must be a family history. Is there a family history of heart disease in your family?
1: No. That's one of the questions that the doctors first asked from the ER to Loveland, Colorado. They all were, um, oh, it's got to be hereditary. So when did your father have his first MI, whatever? Um, I was like, no, nobody. My family lived to their 90s. Um, no heart disease, nothing. There's nothing in my family ever had any heart disease that I know of. Um, and it was from then on when I realized that my diet and exercise was the poster child of the American Heart Association, that something was wrong. And that's when I started doing research and I, uh, huh.
0: Well what you meant by poster childhood, so your cardiologist said that you were the poster child of the American Heart Association, meaning you were exercising and eating according to the AHA
1: standards. Better than what they their standards were.
0: Yeah. So this means you were doing everything that you already told a cardiac patient to do, but yet you still had
1: a heart attack at thirty six. Exactly. Wow. So all the all the fish, the lean meats, the you know, it's okay to have dairy and cheese and all this other stuff, oils, um you know, eat your fruits and vegetables, have your the, the nice American pyramid of food where it's not real. It's it's a lie.
0: Wow. And
1: um, go ahead.
0: So where did you go from there? So you have this heart attack, you're going through cardiac rehab, you travel to do your, your job. So, and so how did that progress? What happened?
1: So what I did was... I needed a change. I realized that something was wrong. So I, um, resigned from my job from Larry, Wyoming. I went back to a travel nursing company that I worked for previously. Um, and then I started traveling. I went out to, um, upstate New York and Adirondacks. I was out in, uh, Michigan. I was in, um, Northwestern, um, Wyoming, up in Afton, Wyoming. Um, I just needed to get away and start scratch from scratch and start doing some research and finding out for how I'm supposed to take care of myself. But before I went to those other places, I went to Minnesota and this was eight months after my heart attack. I started going more vegetarian, eliminated a lot of meats out of my diet um, for the most part. Once in a while I'd have something, but not as much. I went more strict with stuff, got rid of all the processed foods, got rid of I did not drink any more soda, no iced teas, nothing pre-made in a bottle. Went straight with water. Straight water, fruits, vegetables, and minimum amounts of, of meat. Uh, no dairy. Uh, we started doing plant milks. Um, and when I was in Minnesota, I lost 40 pounds in three months. Did a Spartan race. First time ever in my life. It hurt, but it was amazing. It was like... I wanted my life back. And it eight really, months
0: Eight months after you had a heart attack.
1: Yes, eight months. Eight and, months you after never,
0: and you've never done one before.
1: Never did a Spartan race in my life. <laughs> never. So it was like just doors were opening and, and ideas and things, and my energy levels were increasing. Um, I just felt really, really great. So with all of that, I just started diving into more. I was like, there's got to be something more to just eating vegetarian. So I started finding. I, I first book I saw was uh, Dr. Campbell and the China Study. Read that, loved it. Then started finding the Ecclestons, um, Engine Two. You know, forks over knives. Just documentary after documentary. Um, you know, uh, all the documentaries you could find on Netflix and YouTube and all that stuff about about health and what to eat and what not to eat. Then finding Dr. Michael Greger, um, Neil Bernard clapper, um, just seeing that starch and like grains, whole foods was reversing and doing all these things for people, the top 14 causes of death. Um, so after reading and reading and reading and reading all this stuff, I was sold. I was like, I'm going to give it a shot let's see what happens. So we went, my wife and I both went the same day, whole food plant-based. We were at the, at the market every weekend, buying all of our vegetables. We had our juicer, we had our, our blender, we had our foods. We were doing whole grains, you know, sweet potatoes, baked potatoes, potatoes galore, you know, lots of greens, kales, um, collards, chard, spinach, bok choy. I mean, there's just an array of rainbow of flavors. And you can mix together and make delicious foods. And we just played with it for the first year and just started making our own recipes, finding recipes online and, and changing them and tweaking them, getting rid of the oil, getting rid of the salt, and just making real food. And then just seeing our energy levels and our health, our complexion, our everything just thriving. It was just amazing. And after traveling for a little bit, we decided in Michigan that we were just going to stop traveling so we needed to find a place to call home Um, we decided to look at a couple places that had vegan communities or vegan restaurant options um, trails combination of things so we looked into um, you know Oregon Washington Maine North Carolina we applied to all jobs we got hired both of us got hired a week after we applied to Asheville North Carolina so we moved We took the jobs and moved there. We we thought it was a sign. Mm -hmm. We moved here. We found the Laughing Seed, which is a vegetarian restaurant that has a lot of vegan options. Got some more ideas. We continued it. We still, we were able to go out once in a while and eat without having to worry too much. Um, But also one of the main things was that after all this energy, I needed to do something. Um, We came here to Mountain Bike. Got sold by Mountain Bike because all I wanted to do was trail run. I found a running, a running uh, store that had a race called the shut-in ridge run and a 17-mile run. And I trained for two months before it, and did it in three and a half hours. Was tired, beaten up, but loved it. The next day, I was addicted. I just needed to go, go, go. So I needed to find my nutrition while I ran. I didn't run. I ran with water and some gels. And I had a banana the whole time That 17 miles. Not a good idea. <laughs> you need some food while you're while you're running and stuff, but throughout the winter I just started running more and more. Um, I went farther distances. I did a 30k. I did a 50k. Um, my 50 my first 50k I got fourth place in. My second 50k, which was actually a 55.5k, and it was a mountain bike and trail race together. So they send the mountain bikers off at 10 o'clock, and then the trail runners out at 10:20. That day was phenomenal because I actually had my nutrition in. I was, you know, I had my whole grain breads with peanut butter and jelly, real peanut butter, nothing added to it, just peanuts and real jelly, like real fruit in it. Um, I had that, bananas, tangerines. Um, my wife makes a great sweet potato tortilla. It's just sweet potato and some flour, unbleached flour. And we just fry them, we did not fry them, we just put them on the, on the, Pan, nothing on it, no butter, no oil. Flip them over, they cook. I break them up into little pieces. They're great little energy. Um, Coconut and and banana blocks, great great right there. And water. And I don't do a lot of uh, the crazy blocks and all these other things. that have a lot of chemicals and and mixtures and stuff. I try to keep my nutrition as plant-based and whole foods as possible.
0: Do you replace electrolytes while you're running that distance?
1: Um, My electrolytes... Yes. So, Uma um, is a uh, is a, um, a gel company that is um, basically vegan, and they make um, electrolyte um, gels as long as others, as well as others. So, I kind of mix them up. So, my electrolytes get replenished with that. I've tried some uh, Tailwind and some other things. Um, I feel like sometimes it just loads me up with too much sodium, some of the stuff. And it just bogs me down. It gives me cramps. So I kind of just go off of, you know, I'll have my nuts and seeds um, that I carry with me. Um, Just the variety of stuff just seems to really work when I'm eating real food. Like I'm eating and chewing this stuff, not just putting a gel in or drinking my my proteins or whatever else you want to call it.
0: How do you make your banana coconut blocks?
1: Um, You just take, ripe bananas and you, you take the, the coconut and you just blend it all together in a, in a, in a food processor. You can dehydrate it and turn it. So it lasts a little bit longer, but I just let them sit in the fridge and get hard. And then you, I mean, you can add a little uh, maple syrup if you want a little sweetener to it, but there's no reason to the bananas. If they're ripe and Brown and the coconut, you just mix it all together in your, in your Cuisinart and food processor and they're good to go you just make them the size you want and that's it
0: so you just like coconut unsweetened coconut shreds or something or yep.
1: unsweetened coconut shreds and fresh bananas right then, fresh bananas.
0: so what is your ratio like one banana to how much coconut shreds
1: um so i'll do one cup of coconut shreds to two bananas
0: okay and, just- and you don't dehydrate them you just put them in the fridge
1: I'll just put them in the fridge, but dehydrating could really work. It's um, huh. the next stage of doing some things. I'm going to start experimenting with some dehydrated um, fruits. My only downfall with that is I feel like some of the sugars could be a little higher in dehydrated fruit. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want that too much in my, in my uh, stomach, especially when, when I'm running.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Wow, okay. So then this potato, the sweet potato and...
1: It's a tortilla. Wow.
0: Tell me, how do you how what is what do you do? <laughs> <It's fascinating. laughs>
1: um, so, my my wife kind of found it on on a website and just tweaked it a little bit and made it made it hers. Um, I think it's it's just sweet potato flour. Uh, we use uh, a whole wheat flour, unbleached whole wheat flour, um, and I think one flax egg. So it's hmm. round flax seeds with um, a quarter cup of water or a couple teaspoons of water, depending on how much you're, you're going to make. Um, and you just mix it all together and it just adheres. You got to roll it out. It comes into a dough and you just roll it out and you cut it in your cubes and then you roll those out to the tortilla size and then you put them on a pan with, you know, a nonstick pan and they'll start bubbling up and then once it bubbles up, you flip it over and then it'll bubble up again and then it's done. And then you So take it-
0: one medium... Like do you bake the potato first or something, and then so she'll
1: steam the potato whole in a Steam? Um, yeah, just she'll steam it um, with the skin on, and she'll do two of those, mostly like I think it's two two sweet potatoes she'll steam them, take the skin off, and then mash the the sweet potato in there the warmth of that and the flour that's it i mean it's how
0: much how much flour
1: um I want to say. Probably a half to a one cup. It depends okay. on how big the batch is. It hmm. really is kind of, you got to play with the mixture.
0: Okay. Um, but you can add nutmeg and cinnamon and all kinds You can of add there. all types
1: of stuff. Cinnamon's great. Nutmeg's awesome. I mean, we hmm. just look to the basics, you know, with it. Um, I've given it to other people on, on trails when I've been running races or just with friends. I'm like, wow, that's really good. I need the recipe. Hmm. Um, that kind of deal. It's, um, and I mean, who doesn't want real sweet potatoes while they're running i mean think about all the nutrients that you're getting through just oh. that, just eating that okay. i'm mean, like
0: yeah i'm actually making a video actually on sweet potatoes and yams and what's the difference and what's the uh, good stuff that you're getting like the beta carotene from the sweet potatoes and it's it's fabulous yeah, absolutely well i'm a runner too my husband's a runner so oh
1: awesome
0: yeah i've been running for a long long time and came from colorado to florida moving now to washington state so
1: nice
0: um but yeah, so that's really cool. All right, very awesome. So now you've now you're running. So you're two years out, right? How far from your or three years? Are you three years? Now out
1: now I am three years so November second was three year anniversary. So now it's December seventh,
0: I think it is. Wow, yep. Pearl Harbor Day. And
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and so you're running, you did yeah, okay. You were not you weren't running before. You have this heart attack a, yeah. a few weeks before your 37th birthday. Now you turn into a long distance ultra runner yes. and you feel better than you have ever before. You lost 40 pounds in the process.
1: I lost even more than just 40 pounds. I weigh, I, I've been weighing 167 pounds every day for the past two years since I've been whole food plant-based. My, so- my weight does not change except for, from the morning to the night, depending on how much food I ate that day.
0: And how tall are you?
1: I'm 6'1". Six 6'1". One. Six one. Wow. I'm right dead smack in my BMI. And Dude, so I can't get any. Walk more.
0: us walk us through a day. So you're eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner because people are going to be intrigued with this for
1: sure. Okay, so in the morning, it's I always make oatmeal. Oatmeal is a key start for the morning. I used to do a cereal with the plant milk, mixing some, um, you know. Uh, semi-processed cereals. I eliminated that. I just didn't want any extra processed stuff when I could just eat oatmeal. So I do oatmeal, which is, um, it's one cup uh, plant milk, half cup of water, two bananas that I mash into the pot for the creaminess, and then one cup oats. And then I do frozen blueberries, frozen strawberries. Um, I put walnuts, uh, pumpkin seeds, Um, two tablespoons of ground flax um, and then anything else that I want. If I want to throw some raspberries, uh, fresh raspberries in it, um, mango, kiwi, just mix it up once in a while here and there. But I mean, a little bit of um, uh, organic vanilla extract, cinnamon, and a little bit of nutmeg and voila, it's an action packed. I mean, you get so much nutrition in that. I used to do this, um, this meter track for, for, um, Everything you intake. And I think I called it the Casey Power Bowl, um, this thing. And I was getting, I think, 60% of my daily intake just from that one meal. Wow. Through the carnograph that they, they state.
0: Right. And um, that's credible. Well, my 21 year old, I have three kids. So mm-hmm. they're 23, 21, and 19. And my middle one, who's living with us while he's going to college here he has a huge bowl, like a serving, like you would have the big salad in. He does uh-huh. the exact same thing. He does oats and mashes bananas in blueberries yeah. and this adds nuts, whatever. I was like, Oh, it's like a Jonathan bowl. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of oatmeal. And that I don't know how the boy eats a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you need your food. And I think the, the morning is the most important. Is yeah. I,
0: oatmeal. I've eaten oatmeal every morning since I was a kid. So yeah. I totally get it. So then what, what do you do for the rest of your day?
1: So I also make a smoothie. So I have a smoothie that I bring to work. Um, and then I have a snack of some kind of fruit, a banana. What,
0: what's in your smoothie? You have to tell us what's in the smoothie.
1: Oh. <laughs> so so my, my smoothie, 99% of the time, this is my go-to smoothie. It's a nice handful of spinach. Um, it's probably a cup of blueberries, a cup of frozen strawberries, um, a frozen banana. And then I dice up and I put it in the freezer. Um, then I do... Um, a couple cups of liquid, which is, um, half plant milk, half, I like soy, uh, plant milk. That's something I go to. It has a little bit more different nutrients mm-hmm. and I use, um, a silk that, um, does have a little fortified B12 on top of my B12 vitamin that I take, um, weekly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I have that in there. Then I do, um, some more ground flax. I do a little, um, Nori, um,
0: For your iodine. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I do a little nori in there. And then I do uh, one carrot. I do a couple tomatoes. Um, Two dates. I dice up two dates. Um, And then a little bit of cinnamon. And let me see what else.
0: That sounds about it. (laughs) Wow. Should add a quarter teaspoon of, uh, or half teaspoon of turmeric.
1: Yes, just actually, I, I don't do teaspoons of turmeric. I actually use real turmeric. Oh, the root. Yeah, the root. I actually use the real root. I'd rather use that because you're getting more of the nutrients I of the know. turmeric right, right from that. So I do that, and I do a half inch of ginger as well. Wow.
0: So, so what, does that t- what does that taste like? Does it taste more fruity or taste more veggie?
1: So it has such a great balance to it. So your initial taste is like, wow, it's really, really um, earthy. Then all wow. of a sudden you get the flavors of um, the fruits and the sweetness to it. You get um, – the little zing from the ginger in the back note of it. It's really, really good. It has multiple layers. And then sometimes I actually, if, I, if I'm on the run, I'll actually throw a half cup of oatmeal in it in that okay. smoothie to compensate for the lack of oatmeal that I had. But that's another, just a little extra thing to add on top.
0: Nice. Okay. So then that's your smoothie you're bringing to work.
1: That's what and- I bring to work. And then I, I usually bring leftovers or I have salad. I do a lot of salads. But my salads um, are not just leaves and cucumbers and tomatoes. Um, I kind of, uh, I go with a lot of grains. Gotta have grains because it, it fills you up and actually gives you some good nutrients in that as well. So I mix it with some lentils or I do some uh, some brown rices. I stay, try to stay away from white rice as much as possible. There's really not much nutrients in it. There's no you know endosperms and all that other stuff that are involved with the rice. Keeps everything locked in. Um, So my salads just kind of vary depending on the vegetables I want to put in, but most of the time it's kale and um, kale and spinach mix or a nice small spring mix, whatever I feel like doing. The greens kind of always stay that kind of way. Um, There's always going to be some kind of nuts from walnuts, almonds, shavings, um, seeds, of course. I do a lot of pumpkin seeds. I love the pumpkin seeds. Um, I do, you know, cucumbers, cherry tomatoes, um, avocado as well. I don't, I'm not a fan of, sometimes I'll do balsamic vinaigrette, but I kind of just like the creaminess of the avocado. I just mix it into my salad and that is all I need. I love it. I get the fats from there. I get a lot of good stuff from, from the avocado. Um, yeah, it's just a real simple salad, but I always have a peanut butter and jelly. I bring a peanut butter and jelly to work at all times. I always have that. I have an apple. I have a pear. I have two bananas that I bring with me. Um, a little bag of nuts and seeds for snacks, just a variety of stuff, depending on how much I want to eat. I don't count calories. I don't restrict my diet whatsoever. It's plants. Your body knows how much you need and you got to make sure you have it. So I just feed myself from where I'm satisfied, not Mm. stuff, weird feeling. So that kind of brings me up to lunch, but lunch sometimes could be a leftover um, chili that I made from the night before. I like to do a nice quinoa, sweet potato chili. Um, I make a lot of risottos, uh, different kind of asparagus, sweet potato, uh, butternut squash risottos. Um, I make, uh, we make mac and cheese. Um, I'll make a lot of uh, tempeh dishes. I'm big into um, Indian and Thai dishes, so I make a lot of those as well. Um, I actually started going to a Ruby Culinary School for to have a plant-based class, and actually I've been in that, and it's just. It's ridiculous how much I've learned and how I've adapted and changed so much in my cooking and added flavors that I'd never really thought about. And it's just been amazing. So, I mean, it, it just varies. It depends on what I want. I mean, we can make sweet potato lasagna. We can make old fashioned lasagna with some TVP as the, the, the ground beef kind of style, or we could do quinoa on it. We do a lot of just simple greens dishes. I make sure I get two to three servings of greens a day. That's the main main thing. I think greens are very important in our diet, and it's worked for me for the past two years, so I'm not going to change anything on that. Um, but you know, broccoli, cauliflower, I can't really say exactly what I eat in a day because it just always changes. I mm. I just have so much variety. I mean, I make I make different types of burgers out of you know beans or potatoes or you know some kind of starches that you can lump it together, rice's. You know, um, I make. we we buy vegan pretzel uh, buns and throw them on the burgers if we don't have something fresh. Um, it's just, the sky's the limits. I mean, we do eat a lot of tofu, tempeh, more so tempeh than tofu, but I mean, it's all just, just various. I mean, I'll marinate the tempeh. I'll make it into like homemade tempeh bacon, make BLTs with that. Um, I know it kind of got off track on you know you want to know what I eat.
0: no this is great well this well the the idea though is it's fabulous because what you're actually doing is you're giving someone who's really taken this and made it their own making the foods that you love, all of those foods are going to resonate with people. Because honestly, you and I think a lot of the same things. I made the BLT. I love chimp. I love tofu. Do a lot of chilies. I grew up with chilies. I grew up in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So totally. Oatmeal every morning, salads, smoothies. I mean, we actually have two Vitamixes. It's, ri- <laughs> it's ridiculous. I just sent one off actually to get fixed. Because so, I, I don't know what someone did something. They won't specify, up, but someone did something uh, to my it life It's just a machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, in a marvelous household, oh my goodness! But yeah, I mean, that's just—I think that's fabulous. So, then your dinners are all those things too, right? You're talking about risottos, and they're so simple to make. And people are like, what's a risotto? Well, just Google it. There's like YouTube's on everything. I don't even think yes. you need to go to school anymore. You just YouTube your education. So, <laughs> I yes, mean, the,
1: the, the risottos risotto. are are amazing, but risottos are uh, an Italian dish that's made with cream and learning how to break down the starches with, with your own vegetable broth or or something like that in the pan and slow cooking it. I mean, it, you can't eat rice better than it tasted than that. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm Risotas are definitely, definitely my wife's favorite. I've definitely spoiled her with them and uh, a couple of my friends. So it's, it's
0: awesome. So now you've spread this message to others Are others eating this way.
1: Yes. So, um, a couple people in my travels, you know, type two diabetes, um, other, other issues that people are going through, you know, just simple autoimmune deficiencies, cholesterol, um, blood pressure. Um, you know, I have a, a coworker that had a stroke a couple years ago and she's on a bunch of medications and she was just lost and she was listening to my conversations and I get, you know, working in, working in the operating room and, and talking to a bunch of nurses and doctors and stuff like that. Um, it's very interesting to see some people drawn to it and some people drawn back because being in the healthcare, you've taught a certain way and taught the American way. And when you talk about simplifying things and taking things that people are addicted to, because the American Western diet is very addictive. You know, they have so many different things involved in their, in their processes that just make things extremely addictive. So when I'm talking to these people, some people's minds are open. So this, this one, this one person had a, had a stroke and she needed some help. And she started to ask me about plant-based and she sees all the things I'm doing. She wants to get back into running. She wants to enjoy her children, this, that, and everything else. She had really, she would have inflammation in her legs. She'd wear leggings during the day because her, her legs would just swell so much, um, after a few months of adopting the whole food plant base that I helped her get into, um, you know, set her up with um, you know some websites, forks over knives. Always go to Dr. Greger, NutritionFacts.org. It's just quick and easy for me to help guide people to these these ways. I give them recipes. I, I try to talk to them about, you know, make sure you're doing taking a B12. Make sure you're taking you know some flax ground flax seeds. Like certain things that I, I, I've learned that are very important. It's not just a, like a, a, a vegan diet can get very misleading and, and get very junk foody. Plant-based, if, you, if you're looking for whole food plant-based, there's a lot better ways to do it. So I tell them about this stuff. And fortunately, she stuck with it. And for about three months after, she went to her doctor's and everything dropped. They, she was like, so should I start taking, taking my medication? The doctor said, no, you'll get sick if you keep taking it. So she's cool. off all of her medications. Her inflammation in her legs is gone. Um, she's losing weight. Um, she doesn't wear her, her leggings anymore because she doesn't have to worry about her legs swelling up because it's gone. The inflammation is gone. She's not eating meat, eggs, dairy, cheese, and the American Western diet, the processed foods. It's gone. That's, so that's her. Um, also, there's a doctor that I ran into. She was up and down with her weight, um, has eczema, some other things, issues. She's tried all the fad diets, and it was a big joke in town because when she first started going whole food plant-based, it was like, yeah, we'll see how long this is going to last. After four months, she lost 50 pounds. She was, um, I think, pre-diabetic and hypertension. Off all medications in four months. doctor took her off everything. Everything is gone. She's lost a ton of weight. Her eczema's gone. Her She had um, some other little issues, all gone. Um, and now she preaches to all of her people in her office to adopt the same diet. So it's just paying it forward. and mm-hmm. And- if you go all in, there's no way you're not going to see something an improvement. If right. you, like to eliminate all the wasting of money on doctor visits and pharmaceutical drugs and all this other stuff, just eat plants.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Eat was what was put on this earth naturally that you can grow in your backyard and your windowsill. Right, eat herbs, everything else. Um, so I mean, those are those are two really good stories right there. Um, you know, I. There was another one out in in, uh, Michigan. This guy um, was diabetic for quite a few years. He had um, some issues. He kind of didn't really go fully into the plant-based, but he did, and months later, he reached out to me. I I kind of lost track of him. Um, I think nine, nine months to a year later, he told me that he ended up actually getting sick and went into the hospital. Um, because he cut some of his stuff out, his diabetes dropped a little bit, but he was still eating meat. He felt, he got caught up in the scene of not expressing his, the importance to him about eating healthy. So he would, if he goes out to a function, he would eat what was there. And it's just like smoking, if you go back to what you did do, it catches right back up to you. So every time she, that he went and did that, it went and reacted. So he ended up having a heart attack. And, wow. you know, diabetes is, starts leading you towards a heart attack. I mean, mm-hmm. you, your body's breaking down. It, it, it's doing what it needs to do to try to survive as long as it can. Right. So he ended up having a heart attack and he, I, I, it was, it broke my heart to hear that. And I talked to him and he smoked when he was trying to go plant-based. And I was like, you need to quit smoking. You need to do this. He just really wasn't into it completely. And that really made me realize that if you like these cheater diets, like, oh, let's go meatless Mondays, let's do parsley vegan sometimes when I'm training. And then let me go back to my normal diet after my training or my season's over with. It doesn't work that way. As soon as you bring those toxic carcinogenics back in your diet, you go right back to where you started from. Just like you wake up every morning and you smoke that first cigarette. I've heard it a million times in so many documentaries and it is so true. You've got to take care of your body every day of the week and find ways to enjoy what you're doing. And that's it. I mean, just finding the foods. There's so much variety. There's so many seasonings. People think that I just, at first I was just eating salads and all this stuff and I'm bringing all these weird, crazy dishes to people and I'm putting it in the microwave and warming it up and they're like, it smells so good. It looks so much better than my meal. But you're eating Chick-fil-A from the hospital I mean, why is Chick-fil-A in the hospital in the first place? I don't know, but that's what they serve. Um, It's pretty wild. You're supposed to be a hospital that's supposed to heal people, but you're giving people known number one and number two carcinogenics on a regular basis. It's not healing. It's killing you.
0: Right. Absolutely. Hospitals should be a place of healing. Oh, trust me. That's a very...
1: But it doesn't make money by telling people to eat plants.
0: No, but... (laughs) It goes back to doing the right thing and it's a as simple as I agree.
1: That. First, I, I, no agree. I yeah. agree, but but big I mean I mean, I mean if you you look at American Heart Association, Diabetes Association, Cancer Association, they're all funded by animal agriculture. Yeah. Dairy, eggs. All the things that cause those diseases, they're
0: funded. Yep, absolutely. That's why they well and I'm a family practice doctor and so yeah. even the AFP had relationship with Coca Cola. I'm like Phew. What are you talking about? The AAP, the American Academy of Pediatrics, had a relationship with Monsanto. And I was like, Are you kidding me? These are, this is a chemical company. What do you, Mm. what do you, what do you need to be sponsoring the American Academy of Pediatrics? There's only one reason there's something with your bottom dollar. Anyway, yeah, I could talk about that for hours. So before we go, now let's, I love always asking for your best advice on someone who's teetering. Maybe someone sent them this like, you got to listen to this, this person had a heart attack. You got to, you got to go plant based. Maybe they're, they've listened to your story and they're like, I don't know, maybe I just don't know what to do. What, how can I do this? I don't know. What advice have you found that's been very instrumental in helping you convince someone to do this or at least give it a try?
1: So convincing themselves, I, I think seeing somebody thrive because there's a lot of misleading information out there. There's a lot of conflict of interest in studies and researches that you can find every day in commercials. Stay away from the, the fad diets, Stay away from the commercials that tell you you're going to do this and that, that want thousands of dollars to join their club or something. Um, the simple thing is what matters most to you? Do you want to live a happy, healthy life and enjoy your, your family, your future um, it's really simple. Adopt a whole food plant-based diet, give it all of you got, and in one month, I guarantee you'll see a difference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the, the other thing I tell people do, to do as well, I, I've seen it on, on, on other things, on other documentaries, is simple. If you can't get your lab work before, you probably know what you have because you're probably sick in some way or the other. So the next time you go to your doctor, get your labs ran, and see the proof right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's other people that um, it's just give it a chance. Give it 30 days. Go all in. I know it's not easy. Um, take it slow. It, it, I think every single person is different. It, I just don't want to see people go through what I went through to find the answers. Right. I want people, I want people to, to fix it before it becomes a problem. Um, and it's, it's, it's so easy to say how I did it. Cause I was all in once I realized what it was all about, um, and what I went through. And I thank God every day that I had the heart attack because I've able, I've been able to help quite a few people and myself. I mean, my cardiovascular disease is gone. Right. When I went to the cardiologist four or five months ago, he ran everything. He ran all my blood work, all the tests, EKGs, everything. There's no sign of heart disease whatsoever. It's 100% gone. Just gone. Like it never happened. Minus the stint.
0: (laughs) Minus your stint. Well, I am curious, one last question. How far do you run every day? What are you doing running every Um,
1: day? So I do um, T25 during the week and I do some yoga. But as far as running, it just kind of varies depending on the days. You do um,
0: T25, like from Beach Beachbody? Beach body? Okay, yes. cool. It's, mm-hmm.
1: it's a great cardio, core cardio workout and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's my hip flexors, it helps with my, just everything. It just strengthens your legs instead of just running every day. Because mm-hmm. I had the IT band issue when I ran the Pitchel that I didn't um. only ran 50 miles of. Um, but I'm going to be doing that in the spring again, and I'm just going to rock it out, and I'll be able to get it. But uh, like today, I ran 15 miles. I ran from my house to the Blue Ridge Assembly up to high top, high uh high windy it's um 2800 feet of elevation climb in a very short period of miles um so i average anywhere from i can run four miles a day after work to the weekend where i can run up to 30 miles where i'll do two runs i'll do one run in the morning for 15 miles i'll do another one in the afternoon for 10 miles um on sundays i do a group run in black mountain we do a sunday um run where we don't run about five miles, but in the morning we do a consumer run, which is uh, a nine mile run in the morning where we run down this trail into this town back up. So I average anywhere from 30 to 60 miles a week, just depending on the um, week. But if I'm not on call on the weekends, I can, I can run more. Um, I just try to, I, I don't really, there's no time limit. There's no amount of miles I run. I just run and smile and just have fun, just enjoy, enjoy. the beautiful weather, the, the outdoors, um, running with people, running by myself, whatever it may be. Um, I used to run for mileage, now I just run for time. Wow. Today I ran for three hours, I just enjoy it.
0: That is I, so cool.
1: And I just bring some food with me, some water and my vest and just run.
0: That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, I think you're gonna definitely have a lot of people inspired and hopefully encouraged to at least consider this. And uh, I love sharing your stories and that's fabulous. And thank you for taking the time out of your day to share with us your incredible recovery. And now, <laughs> now you're addicted like the rest of us about sharing the message. So.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm very addicted and I can't wait to do more. I mean, that's, I, I want to teach people how to make plant-based meals. That's one step that I want to go to. I want to be a, uh, a, a teacher of plant-based cooking. Um, that's why I'm going to Ruby for, for that just to get my skills up and learn a little more. And, uh, I just want to help heal people. I just, I want to see people get the truth because there's so much of it out there. It's just finding it. And I'd like to be the beacon of light to maybe help people and find it out.
0: That's awesome. So thank you again. Is there anywhere someone can reach you? Is it just Facebook or do you have a website or anything?
1: Um for right now I have um my my Facebook which is just my Keith Connolly. Okay. Keith Connolly Black Mountain. Um
0: All right. And then I
1: do Instagram where I post is... a lot of my
0: What is your Instagram?
1: My Instagram is KC Vegin. K C Vegin. V E. G G I N.
0: Okay, like your veggies.
1: Casey vegin, just vegin. Okay, okay, perfect. Then, then we also do a. Um, my wife and I both have healthful bowl. That's the other one, and that's hopefully going to have once we put our cookbook together. Hopefully, it'll be on there and a link to do all that. That's going to Hel- be a new feature. Healthful bowl. Healthful, and then bowl at the end. Just one word.
0: Gotcha. Cool. And so your wife, she she posts, like, some things is there as well?
1: Yes. So we'll post, like, some of our runs. We'll post some just outdoor stuff. We post a lot of pictures of our food. Cool.
0: And do you know Matt Frazier, the no-meat athlete? He lives in Nashville, North Carolina.
1: Oh, yes, actually. Yes. Um, Actually, I think I, for Strava, I think I follow him on Strava. Um,
0: He lives in Nashville?
1: Yeah, he lives in Nashville, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. There's, there's quite a few people out here, so it's really, it's really great little mecca out here. It's a lot of good opportunities. Awesome. Well,
0: but, that, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to
1: say, so the, I'm hoping to um, – the Healthful Bowl and Facebook and all that stuff, I'm trying to get a webpage together um, so that we can start putting out all that information and just, just kind of a link to just like a group kind of um, – so people that are looking to do plant-based and looking to – or already doing plant-based and have ideas to share with other people that are new to it, um, that's kind of a website that I'm going to be looking to do and maybe do like a six-month program to try to help coach people if they needed it. It could be online stuff, um, but it's – you know the, the future, there's so many ideas I, I have, but it all bases around helping to heal other people. So getting an opportunity to, to chat with you tonight is awesome. I, I love the fact that you're, what you're doing and everything. And I just hope that I can have an impact as well. And
0: oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you ever uh, have any, maybe we can next time we talk about like a, a training interview or something and help people who want to start running or something, that would be awesome. That'd be
1: great. Yes. Cool.
0: Well, awesome. good. That's fantastic. And good luck with everything. And, uh, you have anyone who feels like you wanted me to interview I, my my podcast all about i started it a year a little over a year ago okay. just so i could share stories and send patients to i was like yes. so i kept tired of hearing the I like <laughs> share on the same story I was like go listen to this and it's really morphed into something quite different and fantastic and i love it so now i'm addicted to interviewing people like you and awesome. sharing the story so That's um it. yeah so again keith thank you so much for your time and i really appreciate you
1: thank you so much You're welcome.